Hey y'all. So I know that y'all saw per my um, Monday or heard per my Monday episode, um, little bonus episode that I kind of wasn't in the mood um, and I was just leaning into rest um, during this break. It's the end of the year. I'm trying to enjoy my kid. Um, but you, the universe has kind of been kicking my ass. And while I didn't want to do a Tuesday episode because I didn't want to dis- dissect a word, um, being that it's Thursday um, and this is more of a kind of a light, lighter episode um, where I tell stories. Um, Thursdays are kind of, you know, for story times and current events and just kind of like things from my point of view, right? That said, I want to talk about something that's been weighing on me this week. Um, and I've tweeted about it a lot. Um, I've talked about it on my Facebook page, Facebook, uh, Monique page, my, um, even on my personal Twitter and on my, uh, Monique speak, uh, Twitter. Um, and I'll have the links for all of that so that you can see that if you would like to, but I want to talk about curious kids and keeping kids curious, um, in the importance of maintaining a sense of innocence in children a lot of times and I'm, I elaborate this more in a book that I have written um and I talked about this in one of my podcast episodes recently about the title but I've since changed it and I'm not actually in the space of ready to announce that title but it's something that I've been writing since I was 15 years old um and it's I finally finished it this year or finished the rough draft this year and so next year I'm going to be working towards editing and formatting and publishing and all that stuff but kids require when you think about the development of kids and like just what you see in animalistic um areas even if you look at like Lion King or other movies that are that show kids that go from small age to adulthood I think there's something to be said about keeping kids curious um so often you know we put our perspectives of what happened to us and so that we regurgitate lessons we should have learned while raising our children and I've been a someone that's done that myself even in the lessons that I've tried to teach my daughter because I had such a like on the surface I had a very good childhood but at a deeper level I was never regarded as a child and allowed to just be free Um, I was raised in a very religious family um, a black religious family and you know particularly here in America you know that history black religion was our safe space outside of like patriarchy and colonization right and whiteness however it was a space where we kept trying to minimize ourselves to assimilate you know to what was going on in the world so for example you know, women had to be docile and, and all of these things, all of these parameters, these rules, these boxes we would put on ourselves to be accepted. And I think a lot of times, again, when we raise our children, you know, you want what's best for them. You tell them, you guide them, but then you impose your views. And a lot of times if they are opposing to that or you impose your views and if they are opposing to that, it's almost viewed as disrespect. And I think that is such a terrible thing to perpetuate in children. 
and I can't speak for any other race than black because I am black but I think there's something to be said about truly giving kids the space to be free you know learning is about finding taking what history has happened allowing your brain to interpret it and then coming up with your own theories that's what school is in theory supposed to teach us um but as we know with the american school system that was created to create workers not to create thinkers um and i'm really happy that i went to an ib school and although my grades don't reflect <laughs> um my uh high school transcripts don't reflect me being uh, a good student um because of what was just going on in my life at that time um i learned so many invaluable lessons about just critical thinking and thinking for myself in high school um because i wasn't given that space being being in religious schools as a young kid i would get disciplinary reports for me doing something that like i look back and i'm like this is shit that kids do like are you serious to send home an incident report for this only to on my report cards applaud me for how smart i am and it's just like pick a side do you want me to be a free thinker in in or do you want me to just be docile in within this box and that's my life story that may not be the case for everybody um but I think again there is a lot to be said about being a free thinker and being able to just live and thrive as a child I think you have a lifetime kids have a lifetime to learn lessons like life life after 18 once they're adults that's when it's time to learn a bunch of true lessons kid childhood especially like under 12 under 10 that's not the time to be like well if you do this you're going to jail yes teach them that their their mistakes have consequences but don't put that that much fear in kids like i think it is such a terrible thing to do to your children. Um, and I get, you know, society and, and black people have not had a good time in this country. And so I understand that a lot of those lessons are rooted in trying to prevent the worst from happening. But one thing that I've learned in life is that you cannot prevent life from happening life is going to do what it's going to and history repeats itself even with this pandemic and even with this Omariana as variant running rampant all over the country it's because people aren't listening for the sake of collective um good greater good yes people got vaccines but I mean the vaccine is I'm not even going to get into vaccines. That's not that's not a topic I want to talk about today. Um, but and then even with like the Don't Look Up movie that just was released on Netflix, you know, people were like, "This is hysterical and this is satire." And I'm just like, "No, this is literally how the country has handled this pandemic." And a lot of people missed the point, and it went right over their heads. <laughs> it's like this is exactly how this country has handled this and so that goes back to my point of 
there are so many things that are happening in the world that are all interconnected and because therapy and mental health is trendy which is not to say that it's not necessary especially from somebody who's currently in therapy um but because those things are trendy and people are healing themselves and and making choices for themselves they're forgetting that the sanctity of family is necessary and so so many people are pulling away from their family because of boundaries and it's like okay yeah honor your boundaries but that doesn't mean cut off people and so and you know when things are trickled down to the black community that weren't always a thing we take it and we run with it buying a house you know fixing up your credit all of these things are now being discussed thanks to social media and it's trendy to have generational wealth and it's trendy to do all of these things but you have to understand while we try are trying to learn from white people i'll just call it that learn from white people and their ability to rule the world and control and have power we fail to realize that those families and those dynamics often hate each other because there's so much pressure to perform and so i am i implore people before you get into generational wealth and before you try to teach lessons to your children and before you try to right your wrongs and emulate wanting better for your kids in this country and I can't speak for other countries while I learn because I love global studies I'm speaking particularly about black families in America as you are trying to seek out new ways to be better for your kids are you as you are seeking out these things you do not have to take them for script because we have not had the same time in America as white people we haven't and so we have to learn things a different way and we have to do things a different way because it is um imperative for us to learn a particular way and it is imperative for us to come together a particular way which is crazy because we are literally in the middle of um kwanzaa and yeah let me come back to this thought i'm meandering through multiple topics here that's why this is just a random ass (laughs) random ass podcast um that i just decided to come up with but as i get more comfortable in this being in this podcast space i hope to refine my ability to stay on topic but the fact remains there are so many things that we do in this world that i just find completely asinine i think it is consumerism patriarchy colonization is what rules this country particularly like america I want to talk more about this about purpose and how it relates to letting children be curious being that today is um nia in um kwanzaa and the kwanzaa principles or the kwanzaa um days um so you know 
giving children the opportunity to just be free um, allows them to just be. So for example, when my daughter was younger, she was obsessed with stickers. In fact, I have a picture where there was a um, one of those little coloring books, those thick coloring books that used to give kids that would have stickers on the back. And she put stickers all over her dresser. <laughs> she was no more than like four years old at the time. She's always been obsessed with colors and singing and music and the arts in general. Now, she's gravitated towards education because she's just naturally smart, but she thrived in the arts. And now she's 12 and she still naturally gravitates to education, but she's heavily into arts. And while I will never push her into a space of you know, oh, you're in, you're in arts. Um, you need to be famous. I mean, I've had so many people over my, over my life tell me, oh my gosh, she should be on Ellen and she should be this and she should be that. And I had to remind them she's a kid and getting into that world, there's a business into it. And I don't want that for my daughter. You know, we see articles of, and we see how child stars, who spent their entire childhood in the limelight and how they've gone crazy for lack of better words and that's not to say that there aren't some kids who um didn't do well in the in the in public light you know like T and Tamara you know for the most part they have seemingly maintained a normalcy um Kiki Palmer seemingly maintained a sense of normalcy um raven simone seemingly maintained a sense of normalcy um and raven simone specifically i was watching an unsung episode of her and she specifically said that you know she loved being in the business but there are so many things that she's dealing with today as a, an adult woman that she realizes she would never put her kids in the, in the business. And people talk about like Beyonce and how obviously she was pretty much raised in the business. Her father pushed her and then at some point she let go of her father. Or she fired her father. Um, that didn't dis, you know, didn't affect their relationship in theory um she still regards him as her father but she had to realize at some point she had to find her own way and stop being under his thumb and she appreciated him for guiding her through the business but now it's my time and i I almost wish that like that was something that michael jackson would have done with his life is but he was still a hurt little boy because we saw through watching The Temptation or The Temptation Girl, we saw watching The Jackson 5, the way in which, and granted, granted that was a uh, just a few hours of his entire childhood. So let kids be kids. 
and let them be curious and let them want what they want but please I implore you to stop putting so much pressure on them because it's unnecessary this is why anxiety is at an all-time high this is why suicide rates are going up in children because people are imposing their adultified views on children and I've shared this in the last week in so many ways in so many spaces let that child be a child give them age-appropriate things I remember you know when I was pregnant and 15 I read so many books I was in this class called parents and children in my high school unbeknownst to me because I didn't find out I was pregnant until I was 23 weeks um or just shy of 20 just shy of 23 weeks and um I was it was in October and obviously school starts before that but I was in this class called parents and children and I remember reading about development and child temperament and those lessons inevitably gave me or ultimately gave me the framework for why I render and rear my child the way that I do I get so many people applauding me for that and so many people saying you're doing an amazing job and I say I I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do as a parent I give her lessons I give her love I guide her but I won't always be there and so I allow her to think and encourage her okay well what do you want to do next or what would you do in this situation because I need her to feel confident in herself and there have been moments that I've not done the best for her because I was weathering my own storms but once I got out of that dark space I bounced right the fuck back so so with it being the fifth day of Kwanzaa and the principle that we discuss on this day is Nia which means purpose I implore you to find out your own purpose not to make anyone proud not to make God proud provided that you are religious not to make your parents proud not to be a better parent not to be a better friend but to be a better you because when you know yourself so well you your purpose will precede you your aura will precede you so many people like that know me keep telling me Sierra you need to do this and Sierra you need to do that And then I'm in spaces around people who don't know me and they're like, oh my God, you are, your spirit is amazing because in those spaces I'm allowed to just be. And, you know, as a kid, when you get your heart broken because people impose their own views on you and told you that your views and your way of thinking isn't right you start to shrink yourself and so parenting is hard it's hard as fuck and I have one kid and I made a very explicit promise to myself after what I dealt with with my child's father that I would never do this shit alone again 
and I won't have any more children until I'm either in a space where I am completely um, adored or if I'm being honest, I'm ready to start sliding to a sperm bank because my baby is about to be 13. I'm like in a space of I want more kids. <laughs> I want more. I want more. But that's not the purpose of this episode. This episode is like focusing on curious kids and purpose. I implore people who have kids who are considering children. Like I said, take time for you. Take time to find your purpose and then encourage and document your children and things that they say as kids. Because a lot of times that shit comes full circle. So as we're wrapping up this year and we're closing the chapter of 2021, I implore you to take a step back, pull out a journal and ask yourself, who am I doing this for? And even if it's for your kids, even if you're making, doing yourself better for kids, your children, that's in theory, a good place to start. But what happens when they go off and live their life without you? Then you have nothing left. So take the time to identify your own purpose and identify your own needs. But in doing that, Use your village. There's something about Kwanzaa in the spirit of Kwanzaa. And I'm glad that my grandmother, although very religious herself, she had a um, had that mentality of, of encouraging me to just be. I think, you know, because she also was a tourist and our birthday was three days apart. She understood me in a, in a very different way. And... I really just thank her for hanging on for a little bit longer just so that I can get a piece of her love. Um, So yeah, I'm done rambling. I'm hungry. My stomach is growling. So it's only one day left or two days, the rest of today and tomorrow left in the year. You all have an amazing, I mean an amazing day or amazing rest of your year. Spend time with people you love. I mean, but stay in the house because Omarion out here, you know, getting everybody sick. So, (laughs) (sighs) yeah. Be well, loves. Be well.